0: Do you know what it takes to move good to great? Are you almost where you need to be, but not quite there yet? Find your way to success today. Welcome to the James Stentley Show with Dr. James Stentley. We've got the tips and guidance you need to propel your success to the next level. Now, here's your host, Dr. James Stentley. 100 speakers in the world. He is also a best selling author, flavor, and business director. The JD3 Media Company brings you empowering, impactful, and inspiring
1: content to help you take your business and your life to the next level. Hear impactful stories from some of our world's top entertainers, authors, business, thought, and community leaders. Today, I'm up in Chicago, Illinois, at a millionaire speaker summit, and I just
2: had the pleasure of listening to James Dentley speak. Let me tell you something if you guys are looking for a business coach or for somebody to speak on stage, at your event, James Dentley is the person to hire. I've known
1: James Dentley for a very long time. One of the things I like most about him, he's a natural. What I mean by that, he has a passion for people to transform people's lives. What he brings to an individual or a group is a message of showing you how to really make change and grow and be something in your life. Take that greatness that's always inside of us and to really bring
2: it out. He drives the emotion, the audience, makes you feel exactly what he is saying, and the way Swords,
1: you want to listen to the our mission is to deliver amazing content all over the world through our podcast, radio, and coming soon, JD3 TV. Welcome to the James Dentley Show. Welcome to the show, you guys.
3: I'm here, you're here. It has to be Friday. And remember, here at the James Dentley Show, we don't think outside the box because in our world, in our world, well, there is no box. I am excited today. I'm excited every day, but today's even better today because today I get a chance not only to interview and introduce to each and every one of you, uh, a great man, but a great friend, a prayer warrior from the very beginning, how he touched my life. So we're going to have some fun. You're going to be excited. Hold on to the edge of your seats, get a pen and paper. He's going to give you some great nuggets and just some things you can pick up from him uh, through his incredible wife, Maori was in the background somewhere just feeding us some good vibes and energy. So Daniel Gomez, welcome to the show. How you doing, my
2: friend? Man, James Denley, what an honor and privilege to be here with you. You're one of my, you're one of the people that I really, really, really look up to. There's a place in my heart for you, brother, and I'm honored to be here with you. And I'm excited, man. I'm really, really excited. Look at my, look at my big smile.
3: (laughs) (laughs) We have a lot to talk about, man. Your book, Sticker Sock, we got to talk about as a speaker, you've been traveling all over the world now. Uh, you just your show, you're doing some incredible things, man. But I want to start off. I want our audience to know a little bit about well, let me start with this. I want to start with the first day I met you. Okay. The first okay. day I met you. We were in uh, Dallas. And you came down with, with Tom, who's a mutual friend and our PR man. And you came down with town, Tom, to uh to yeah, I don't know if you even knew what you were coming to. <laughs> I don't even know why you came. You could talk. I about didn't that. know. <laughs> but I, I'm standing there, I'm in a lot of pain. Uh, at the time, I don't even think at that moment I knew I had to have a hip replacement. I had sciatica. I was in a lot of pain. I was in pain for over a year, every day. And I was in a lot of pain. I was getting ready to go speak. And uh, somebody told you about what was happening with me. And you walked over and said, you know, you mind if I pray with you? And do you mind if I touch your leg? And I look at her and I said, and I said, please. And you put your hand down on my leg appropriately. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you, you know, you prayed the most magnificent prayer that soothed my spirit. It calmed my nervous system down. The pain went away. It touched my heart. And I went up on that stage uh, in that pain with a
2: cane. And
3: when I got on the stage, I threw the
2: cane on the ground. You remember that? I remember. You chunked that. You you, you chunked that. I was like, okay, he's he's ready now. <laughs> now I threw the cane.
3: I walked under the cane. It's like Jesus touched me. I just threw the cane down. And I began to walk. And, uh, and every time I want people to know this, because so often you hear from people, I want you to know who this man is. This man, every time we talk, we don't get off the line without him praying for me. And then sometimes I would pray for him. But even if he doesn't reach me, you, know, you leave me the most incredible prayers. I'm forever thankful for you, ma'am, to have someone that, that prays for you. Usually it's your mother who prays for the son or the daughter. Every single day, a parent prays for their children every single day, perhaps some siblings. But, but you know, uh, we met, man, and I just love you. And I respect you and honor you. And I'm so happy for all you've done. So I want to welcome you to the show. But tell people, I'm not going to hold you back, man. I want you to tell you the story, but talk to my people, man. Tell them, Dan, who was Daniel Gomez?
2: Oh, man, Daniel Gomez. Daniel Gomez is just a kid at heart who had a dream. And he was hit by a brick wall. I think of Mike Tyson's quote, right? He says, everybody trains for the championship round, but you don't know if you're a champion until you get hit in the face and you get knocked down. Are you going to get back up? And I was hit in the face going over three years ago when my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer. And that's when the rubber really hit the road for me. And I just had to figure out who I really was. 44 years old, very successful in what I did and ran multi-million dollar organizations. I understood business, but when my wife got depressed on me, I had to leave the successes that I've had, which was, it wasn't easy, but it wasn't hard either. But the thing that shocked me the most, James, when I looked in the mirror, I didn't like who I had become, and I didn't like who I was, and I found myself trying to figure out who is Daniel Gomez. And since then, I just really sought God like never before. I've always had God in my heart. God's always, I think, you know, I've I've gotten to this point because I knew the principles of God, but I can tell you, I abused them to where success is success, right? The Bible talks about success principles. I've practiced them all my life since I was 26 years old. And it got to a point where God said, okay, you're not listening anymore. And unfortunately my wife got sick. She's cancer free now. But since then, I got myself out of my own way, and, and I really started adding value to people. And it's the best feeling, the best joy, right? Because everybody wants to be happy. But happiness is temporary, Mr. Denley. True joy is comes from in, within. I always say the joy of the Lord is my strength. And people say, how come you're always smiling? I said, well, it's the joy of the Lord, right? It's just it's who I am. Yeah. And, and the thing is, we need the joy of the Lord no, now more than ever, especially in the marketplace and business, mm-hmm. because there's going to come a period where our own human thinking ain't going to save us. It's going to be God's wisdom.
3: Yes, yes, yes. Well, look, man, I, you know when I met you, you were doing a lot of sales training on a high level. So, when did you begin to speak? Because you're a very accomplished speaker. You're an awesome speaker. And I want to. I'll, I'll get to you. What's happened over overseas in a little bit. But when did you begin to speak? When did you know you had a message? And that's what you were wanted to do. or were good at.
2: Well, you know, it, it. I was. I was reflecting that because I was thinking, when did? When? When was I really born? And I remember going back to career day with my son, my dad, my son would say, dad, come on, my, my, my you know, it, it would, it would, it would give me joy because since I ran multimillion dollar dealerships for many years, you know, I would have a little name tag made with my son, Julian Gomez, and he would walk around with a little briefcase and his tie. And he'd be like, dad, you're going to come to school day. And I'd be like, yeah, son, for sure. Right. And I would, I, I look forward to it because next thing you know. Um, one year I went and it was just, you know, everything starts with humble beginnings, right? And that's what we forget. Everybody wants to be big and great and known, but it it all starts with a small seed. And I remember speaking that year and the teacher was so impacted by what I gave to the students that the next year they said, Hey, can you do that to the whole second grade or third grade? I was like, yeah, sure. Well, then the following year, they're like, Hey, can you speak to the whole school? I'm like, what? Like, Yeah. Mm -hmm. I told my wife what. So I said, you know what, I'll do it. But little did I know by going on career day, I had no joke. I probably had about thousand elementary schools screaming and yelling. I love myself. I believe in myself. I am somebody. Yeah. And that was planted in my heart and my soul and my mind. So when everything came full circle and my wife was diagnosed with breast cancer, I was actually putting on a tie to go look for a job because I resigned from my last job to take care of my wife. And I found this email that I had gotten from one of the teachers. It said, thank you so much. And the email read like this, who is this car guy that comes and speaks to our kids? And it sounded negative. My son runs around yelling and screaming. I'm like, oh crap, what did I do? (laughs) And then it said, thank you. Thank you. Because my son is no longer the same. EJ runs around the house wow. telling himself he loves himself. He believes in himself. And I just started crying, Mr. Denley. I just started crying at that moment. I just cried. And I just felt like God said, I want you to be a speaker. I want you to be a motivational speaker is what he told me. And my wife thought I was crazy. My wife thought, what? Because granted, you have to remember, and, and I say this humbly, in the automotive industry, I was making a lot of money, right? I was, ma- I was doing well. And our house was paid off, and she's like, she didn't really, she listened to me, but I think she ignored me in a sense. And then she goes, "Well, what are you gonna do?" I was like, "Well, I don't know. I'm gonna go become a speaker. <laughs> I had no idea what the heck a speaker was or how to become a speaker or nothing." But I remembered <laughs> one thing. I remembered a good friend of mine, Martin Vara, and a close friend of mine still today. He's like a brother. He, I remember in our sales meeting back. 20 years ago, he would be like, let Daniel say some words. Daniel motivates us. Daniel gets us pumped up. And I wasn't even a manager. I was just a I was just a salesman. But that seed was planted in my heart. And I said, you know what? Why not? I don't have nothing to lose. And I just took a step up. I had no, I had no I, I didn't know a speaker. I didn't know anybody. I had no idea what the business was about. Wow. wow. And I just stepped into it with what I gave God what I had, which wasn't much. And look at where God's brought me to. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, it's so special. special. Now, as a kid, how did you grow up as a kid? And I grew up, you know, the people ask me, what's the greatest accomplishment you've ever had? And it's buying my kids a home. We moved every year, year and a half. We always rented houses. My mom was, uh, I lost my mom when I was 10 years old. So we never had a home. And I remember this. I remember gro- going to school and, and they would say, John, boy, you better be good because I had, your, I had your sister Mary Jane the year before. I'd be like, how awesome would it be to share the same teacher with your brother and sister? I didn't experience that. Yeah. I never verbalized it to anybody, but I think God knew my heart. I was like, how awesome would it be if my kids could share teachers? Yeah. And the house that we just moved out of here this past summer, we were there almost 20 years and just giving my kids that home where they, they they shared elementary schools they shared junior high schools they shared high schools and they shared three or four teachers and I say that because when I grew up you know we were less fortunate I know what it's like to eat cereal with water I know what it's like but I always remember my dad going to work and he always said no matter how late you stay out whatever you do you better get your tail up and go to work and I think I got my work ethic from my dad, and he was a great role model for me. And um, it was amazing. Like I said, I lost my mom at 10 years old. So we, we had stability, but we, we never had a home to stay. But there was always love there. Mm-hmm. And I think that very scrappiness, right, that just being scrappy and gritty mm-hmm. is what's helped me in the, business, in the business world to get to where I'm at. Because sometimes if we're given a, a, a silver spoon in our mouth, we don't know what it's like to struggle. And then when perseverance is needed, we don't have it because we've never developed it.
0: Yeah,
3: wow, that's pretty good. So perseverance, experience is always best when it's developed. I love it. I love it. So now, before I met you, you were already out there speaking and you were you were doing trainings for for different companies. So, uh, how did you go about getting your first clients? How what was that experience like? And what are some of the things that you would say if you knew then what you know now? What would have done different? <laughs>
2: Well, it's funny you say that because I was looking at some old YouTube videos. They're not on YouTube anymore, but I was looking at some old YouTube videos and a, a friend of mine goes, dude, that's junk. I said, yeah, I, go, I wouldn't have hired myself as a speaker either.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, I think at first I, did, I didn't have fun. I think I, when I first entered the speaking world and, and coaching and training, I didn't, I didn't have fun. I was taking things too seriously. And I was way too hard on myself. And, and I would tell myself, Daniel, right? If I'm looking back, I would tell that, that younger version of myself as a speaker and a, and a trainer, have fun, enjoy the ride. Because the truth is this, is that it's, 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 not a, it's not just a one-time thing. It's a journey. And when you see your career, your speaking, your coaching, your podcast as a, as a journey, you enjoy every single moment. And I was real hard on myself. And I didn't enjoy it. It's like I would have a big victory and I would be like, well, what's next? What's next? And I think especially as men, I want to speak to the men right now watching this. You have to take time to celebrate who you are, because one thing that I did when I was younger in my career is I didn't celebrate my wins. And when you don't celebrate it, what that says is that you're not grateful for the blessings that God's given you. So you have to celebrate the wins and be grateful for the small wins because in those small wins is when you get the opportunity to go to bigger, better things. And that, I think that would be the best thing to say. Is just be grateful and stop being so hard on yourself. I would tell myself that right there.
3: Yeah, yeah. Be grateful and celebrate. Oh, hear that, man. Celebrate the wins, man. Celebrate those. And women too, celebrate the wins. Yeah. Celebrate them.
2: You know. I, I, because, I, I because I think so many times, I, I think we don't, I don't, think, I don't think we celebrate them. I don't think we, we don't have – how can I say it? We're not taught to receive, and yeah. you, have, you have to receive. You have to receive your wins, and that's a, that's a hard – when I do my corporate training, that's one of the trainings that I do. We do an, extra, a, an exercise on receiving, and you'd be surprised how many, how many men and women, Dr. James Denley, how many women and men start to cry because they've never received that.
3: Yeah, it is so funny, man. I had to learn that. I remember that. That you know, it, it's so hard for us to be gracious. You know, we'll say, "Oh no, no, it's okay. Or, we didn't mean that." Or it's not necessary. Instead of just saying "thank you" and just being okay.
2: Yes. Wow. That yeah. Is. Because, because, I do this exercise in, and I, it's in in the corporate realm. I, I call it receiving a compliment. And it's amazing how many people can't receive a compliment. And, and this is what they say in the business world, right? This is what we say in the marketplace. Oh, it's part of my job. Don't worry. It's like, no, I'm, I'm trying to tell you, you did a great job. Oh, no, 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 no. It's part of my job. Don't worry. Right. Right. So in doing that, it, they, they, they deflect the confidence, <laughs> They deflect it mm-hmm. so they don't receive it. And if you're not, re- it's, it's like you've always told me, right? The way you do something is the way you do everything.
0: Right.
2: So if you're not receiving in one area of your life, that means you're not receiving in other areas of your life. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Amen, amen. You know, it reminds me of a few weeks ago. Um, I, I had this in my heart too, uh, when all the things were happening with the police and all over um, the the country, and the police were under fire. And, and um, I've had some interactions with the police. Some were that's pleasant, but some were very, very pleasant. So I told him, was telling my wife Kara, uh, Doctor Kara, and uh, I went and got a gift certificate for uh, from Subway sandwich to, for a hundred bucks. To, to take to the police department to get him some sandwiches. And, and the guy came out and he said, oh, no, no, it's our job. It's just our job. And I said, I can't, you know, I, I don't feel I really don't feel good taking it from you." I said, you're not taking it from me. I'm giving it to you. I wanted to say thank you for what you do and your service. And I, I learned that even for me in the rest of my business, those genuine acts of kindness sometimes even cause people to be even more better to make it better. So, be part of the, the solution So we're going to take A quick commercial break And we're going to come back With uh, Daniel Gomez We're going to deep sea dive A little bit more Of his corporate training We're going to talk about uh, uh, The inspired to Speak camp And what he's been doing What he's been doing overseas And then we're going to talk about How it was it to be there Taking pictures with Demi Moore it's Pretty cool <laughs> Be right back in a moment
1: Find out what makes The most successful people tick Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com
0: As we continue on life's journey, there are certain situations which we all must face. Care and treatment don't always measure up to what it's supposed to be, and there are many questions that need to be answered. Tune in to Senior Straight Talk with hosts Phyllis Amen and Rubina Chaudhry. Seniors deserve to have a purposeful and passionate, fulfilling life, and we'll bring you the information that you need to hear to make it happen. Listen on the Voice America Empowerment Channel or your favorite podcast platform.
1: with us at be the com and the Voice America Empowerment Channel.
2: Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Voice America
0: You're tuned in to the James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to JD at thejamesdenleyshow.com. Again, that's JD at thejamesdenleyshow.com. Now, back to the show.
3: Hey, welcome back. I'm here with Daniel Gomez, and this uh, section of our show is going to be sponsored by JD3.tv, coming to you very, very soon, and Living Above the Line in Virtual Empowerment, program for women coming up december 11th 12th and 13th as we will be showcasing uh, 22 powerful women that are making a difference throughout the world they're going to teach ignite empower and serve and you're going to have a ton of fun because we have a virtual dance contest and a talent show online so everybody's invited to have a lot of fun with us but let's get right back with mr daniel gomez now daniel all right So you evolved from that. You're speaking and you're working with the children. And now you're posting these hot pictures of yourself. (laughs) So so now now we met. um, Who told you about Inspired to Speak?
2: Actually, it was, uh, I think when we went to Dallas, you mentioned you dropped a seed in Dallas. Okay. um, You had told me about that. And I said, well, um, I would like to go, right? I had that. uh, You planted the seed. And then we came back to San Antonio. And then I think we exchanged numbers. Right. And then we just kind of talked about it. And then that was, he said, you know what, I, you, you, ha, you were going to have one, but you canceled it. And then it's like, you know what, I'm going to have this other one. Let's do it. And I was like, count me in. I want to go. Yeah. So I think, I, I think the conversation we had it over coffee or something in, 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 uh, in that is when we were there yeah. at that event. So that was, the, that was when the seed was planted in my heart. Yeah. I, I love teaching, but I love it
3: when people take it and make it work in their life, man. That's the, the joy of it all. So what did you get from that that sparked you? What did some of, well, i tell you what. What are some of the tips that I may have taught or you got from – was Les Brown there too, wasn't he? Les Brown was there
2: with us. Yeah, Les Brown was there making us laugh.
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he would do that. He's got, he's got this imaginary friend that's a squirrel <laughs> named Tyrone that he talks to every day now. So we're going to do a we're gonna do <laughs> you, an animated show with him hey. and Tyrone.
2: Les, Les Brown was literally rolling on the floor laughing. <laughs>
3: yeah, literally, literally, literally. So besides Les Brown laughing on the floor, what
2: did you get from that to oh. help you as you move forward? Because now you're training speakers too. You know, it, it really helped you. I, I think the biggest mistake that any speaker can make is they think they know it all. Mm-hmm. And I knew that I had some raw talent, but I needed somebody who could take me to the next level. And that was you. And what I took away from you is, is you just, you spoke from the heart. And one thing that you said that really, really stuck out to me was the audience is the star of the show. Daniel, the audience is the star of the show. And the moment I took the spotlight off of Daniel and I put it on the audience, it went from a selfish speaker. I'll be honest with you. Right. It went from a selfish speaker to being a selfless speaker. Mm -hmm. I'm going to quote that. I just said that right now. Right. But I I went from a selfish I went from a selfish speaker to being a selfless speaker. And I think when you make that transition in your heart, right, because when the shift happens in your heart, it happens in your mind. Mm -hmm. And that really helped elevate me because I think when I came back with that thinking, it wasn't about me. It was making sure that the audiences that when when uh, when the event planner hired me to come speak, that I really wanted to deliver that value and make sure that they were impacted. And I think that was the biggest, biggest impact was taking myself off the spotlight and the spotlight being put on the audience. And that was a big, that was a big shift because I think, you know, let's, let's be honest, right? We all want to be in that spotlight. We all want to be in the camera to be about us. And yeah. I, I learned the less, this is what I learned. Another thing from that is the less you seek the spotlight the more the spotlight will find you.
3: There you go, that's right, that's right. And you know, so, and I was just thinking, you know as you're talking, you know, watching how your career is just, just killing it, man. And I love it because you're impacting so many people. And that, you know, I always tell people, look, don't chase the money, man. Money will go where it's invited, and it will stay where it's welcome. And you invite it there by creating value for people. You create value; you don't have to worry about that. You'll never, you know, you'll get riches outside of currency, you know, that just bless your life and it just in the legacy of it, man. So, so special, so very special. Yeah. So, you I, do. go ahead.
2: Yeah, yeah, and a good example of that is, you know, I have a big corporate um, client in San Antonio, a Ford dealership, McCombs Ford West, and. You know, I, I've been able to I've been blessed to be able to, to help and coach many of the mm-hmm. of the self-professionals there and some of the other personnel. But one gentleman named LG, he really made me cry. I, I came home Wednesday because I was there this past week and he said something. And I think sometimes we don't realize how much of a difference we make, because sometimes I don't think I make that much of a difference, to be honest with you. Yeah. But he said something because he went up there to the boardroom and he was talking to me. I just wanted to spend some time with you. And I said, man, thank you. Right. It just really filled me with joy and fulfillment. And I was coming home and, and I had posted something about him and he shared the post and he wrote some other stuff on it. And it just brought me to, I literally looked at it on on the stoplight when I was coming home and I just started crying the rest of the way home when I got on the highway. And, And I want to tell somebody out there right now, you might not think you make a difference. You might think that your words don't carry any weight, any value. But I can promise you this, when, when, when God anoints your words, it impacts and changes lives. That's right. you, don't, you might not see it that day, that minute, yeah. but I promise you that that seed has been planted. And just the way LG, I'm so proud of him, he, he went and he bought a house, and then he got promoted to a higher position. And, and with like, like James was saying, right, that, that the income followed his, his passion. Plant yeah. those seeds, because think about this. You're a farmer, and the more seeds you plant as a farmer, mm-hmm. the more harvest you're going to have down the road. And the problem is, Mr. Denley, is many of us, we don't see that instant gratification, so we don't plant as many seeds as God puts in our hearts to do.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
3: Wow. Wow. Yeah, man. We all matter, and, uh, and we're all necessary. We all need it right now. Right now, what, is your, what are your thoughts about our current, without getting into p- politicians, uh, not even with names, whether it be Trump or Biden. What are your thoughts about the political climate and how we are
2: living today in our society? What are your thoughts about what's happening in America? Oh, it's easy. We're spoiled, man. We're spoiled. Right. We're, we're and I say that because I just came back from Asia and I can tell you that I left a big part of my heart in Asia. And, and, and I'll say this, because right now we have s- the poorest person in America, is the wealthiest person in a third world country Mm -hmm. we went to qatar the wealthiest city in the world one of the top two and we ended up in in pakistan um, for a couple of days and just experiencing and when you go to pakistan you need a host to host you to get inside so we spent some time personally at the at the host's home and man just to see how they live um i'll tell you this that as americans we have a spirit of judgment over us towards other nations. Yeah. And what I mean by that is if we see an Oriental person, we're like, ah, oh, that Chinese person or whatever, or we see a Middle Eastern person and we're like, ah, oh, we judge them right away because they, they, they wear um, the way they dress or they don't wear deodorant and we judge them because we're Americans. Mm-hmm. And when I was there speaking and just talking to the leadership and spending time with these people, God put it in my heart. He goes, you see that person over there? I said, yeah. He goes, I love that person. Wow. You, see, you see that woman over there? I said, yes. <clears throat> I love that woman over there. These are my children. And me going and experiencing the fact that God doesn't just love Americans, even though we like to think that. God loves, <coughs> God loves the whole world. God loves, they're all his children. Even the Middle Eastern people, even the Pakistan's. Yeah, And when I got back on the plane, I started crying. The Holy Spirit came upon me. I just started crying and spirit of just joy and just like God just was like healing my heart of all the judgment. And we all have it as Americans. And when I got back to the international airport at Dallas, I just said, I have nothing to complain. We have nothing to complain about. No matter how bad the day is, there's nothing to complain about. And when you realize how fat America is, how much we have been blessed, what I mean by fat, right? We have all this in excess, right? And the Bible says that anything in excess, excess, it spoils after a while. And too many of us, we have too much of excess. And I'm guilty of that. I was was complaining about some stuff. We just were blessed with our beautiful new home here that we're in, in our studio. And as soon as I got home, I got tested. And there was some things going on with our driveway. And I will tell you prior to me going a month ago, I would have probably made it a bigger issue than it was. But I said, you know what, God, it's your house. Fix the driveway. Right. I'm not going to worry about it. And the moment I just released it just like that, it's like it was fixed. But I say that because what you see going on in the political sides, whether it's Republican, Democrat, liberal, whatever it is, we're spoiled and we take for granted a lot of the blessings that we have in our great country cuz there's a lot of things wrong with our country but let me tell you there's a lot of things right and i challenge you to go spend your a day in india and in pakistan yeah. in another country in africa where there's less and i mean a lot less think about this they 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 don't even have like toilets in some of these cities
3: yeah yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so 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 i i think our problem is is that we're just in our country, we take a lot of things for granted, and that's the problem, right? And because we do that, I can speak this for myself. Coming back and experiencing this, I grew in love. Yeah. So to answer your question, we need to grow more in, in love. And, and, and I don't mean like a, a, a fake love. What I mean is like a compassionate love yeah. to really say, let me help my brother. Let me help my sister. Let me help this person. And, yeah. and to help without expectation of anything in return. yes. Because right now we, we, we help or we give, but many of us, well, he hasn't done nothing for me. And you, and you see it on Facebook. I, I, and what I mean, you see it on Facebook is a good example of that is, 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 you know, not that I'm, I'm, I don't, I'm not, it's not an excuse, but sometimes, you know, I'm busy. I'm not always, I'm on social media. I'll, I'll post, but I won't take time to like stuff. And you can tell the people that you don't like, they unfriend you after a while. It's not that you don't want to, it's just that that's not my priority. Does that make sense yeah oh yeah, oh yeah I, I had to work on getting better <laughs> <laughs> but you know, so so i think I think it's growing in love, our nation, yeah, everyone needs to grow in love and a compassionate love to truly care, yeah and when you grow in that's how this is a this is what most people miss in 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 the biblical times is the reason Jesus did all these miracles in the Bible
0: mm-hmm.
2: is because he had the love for the people. That's what allowed him because he truly wanted to add value and heal their sicknesses or whatever was going on with them. It's the power of the love of Christ in your heart that's going to change this country. And we're going to soon find that out the hard way, I believe, doctor.
3: Yeah. I was just on a podcast. I said something so similar. Um, uh, The young lady who's had the podcast, she lives in New Orleans and very, very successful. And she asked me the same question I asked you about the political climate. And uh, she said she got a, a double whammy of it. You had the COVID and, you know, they had the hurricanes. And sometimes those storms come and they tear things, a lot of things down, but they take a lot of negative things along with them. They take them out and allows us to rebuild, to restore, to come back home, to to return. And uh so uh, there's always joy in the midst of a calamity. You can dance in a fire, dance in the rain. So... I want to, I want to shift now. I want you to, now I want to talk about your show on the second half of it. I want to, the second half, we got another commercial break coming up in about a few minutes, about six minutes. We want to talk about the show, but we had a chance to uh go. Now, when you were here in Chicago, uh, we speaker camp. I really enjoyed that one because that was the first time I was able for all of us to go to some outside events, like the executives club. And then the, uh what else did we do? We went to Circus Soule and we went to dinner. Uh, and th- I, I never asked you this question, but how was that entire week for you? And I'm asking because I'm doing another one, and I'm really trying to uh, make sure we we hone in on the things right. So for you, what what was uh was that? Because you made a lot of great relationships there. So how yeah. was Yeah, Well,
2: it it was it was great because it wasn't an it. How can I say this? It wasn't an event. It was a community. It was like a family reunion. Mm-hmm. And I say that because. Just spending time, like Circus ole, right? Spending time to get to know Chantel more, going to dinner and sitting next to um, to uh, to uh, and and Angelica, and just really breaking bread with them and getting to know them as people. And I think when you get to know somebody as people, it, it's it's the relationships that, yeah. that that matter. And then it was it was amazing, right? Just just that. Cirque Soleil was amazing it was often I had never been to Cirque Soleil I mean I had, yeah. it was it, it was great it was just experiencing that so I think just really for me it was when when you when you can celebrate and break bread with other people right celebrate the wins because we had an amazing time in, in 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 Chicago and inspired to speak and then going to go have dinner and experiencing just um I, I think it was a uh, it was a uh, I can't think of her name right now but the one that uh gave us a ride home just joking with them and and praying with people in the car at three o'clock in the morning and then (laughs) and then just and then just like meeting people that like how how hungry they are just to be a part of something. Um there there was there was a young lady there, I won't say her name, but you know, just finding out that that she was uh uh, homeless and and wanting to be part of something so bad. It's like you want to be part of something special like that. So it was special. So to sum it all up, I would say that it was it was it was it wasn't an event. It was a family reunion to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think every aspect of dinner, of Circus au and the whole TV network. Yeah, the TV, and, ne- the, the, the TV network. I think just being on the show, yeah. on that, being on your show in the studio was amazing, right? So this is the second time I get to be on your show. And that, that whole experience was just like, it, it helped you. I'll say this being in that studio at, at, um, at, the, at the TV show with you and being on your show there <coughs> expanded my vision of what was possible, Yeah, right? Yeah. Expanding my vision of what's possible. Mm-hmm. And I, I loved it because I think many people fail, James, because they never get out of their small circle yeah. and they never make an investment in themselves just to experience it. And what I mean by that, if you've never stayed at a high dollar hotel, the, spend $300 or $400 and go spend the night at a nice Hilton or whatever the fanciest hotel is because just putting yourself in that environment and seeing yep. something different, it's going to expand your capacity to receive yeah. more. Yep. And, and I truly believe just going back and looking at the video of me and you, right? Cause I still play it. I have it. I was going to actually repost it on LinkedIn seeing that said, well, you know what? I'm not too, you know what? Cause, cause this, I just said that today cause I was on a, I was, I was at an event and, and the lady goes, well, like, how did you know people were going to listen to your podcast? I said, I didn't know. <laughs> I said, I said, but the thing is, the dream was planted in my heart. And it was at that event when I was with you, it was planted to have my own show.
3: Nice. Very good. Very good. We had to get you to be a part of JD3 TV, man. You are awesome. I can, I would love to just get behind you. I was at the Board of Advisors in California in Orlando. No. And uh, where was I? Sarasota. Uh, a week ago. And I met a gentleman who. He, he built a big, giant $20 million enterprise. And he lost it and then he built it up again from scratch. And, uh, and, and he, when he starts talking about what he needed, what he was looking for, it was people like you. And I, I actually told him, I'm going to, when we get off of here, I'm going to make an email, uh, a text introduction because you guys will make some magic happen. I mean, it's just in a major, major way. So it's made a lot of benefits. So anything I can do to serve you, my friend, is done. So we're gonna take a. Let me see. We got a little bit. We're gonna take a little break, and we're gonna come back and talk about uh, Demi Moore and the gala and Richard Dreyfuss, and how was that for you? Uh, because I'm always curious of when we try to create these experiences, what you get from it, and then I want you to better take some of this stuff and use it, you know, and do your thing, man. <laughs> yeah. If you know, we got, just call me, man. You get it. <laughs> you, done. Done. And I have the most beautiful pictures of you and your wife, your, your adorable, lovely wife, Ari. Uh, beautiful pictures of, of you guys with Demi as well. And I was going through my phone. And I saw him. I said, that is a good-looking couple there. That's a great-looking picture. So we're going to take a, a short break. we got about 30 seconds. We're going to come back. And I'm going to just say it ahead of time that I want everybody to put on their calendars December 11th, 12th, and 13th. And the next 24 hours, you're going to be able to uh, get the links to start registering of what this incredible virtual woman's impactful limitless uh, event that's going to happen. And we're going to be soft launching JD3 TV and tell you about some exciting things that are happening on this TV network, guys. We're going. uh, And look, the main thing I want you to know, you, Daniel, our brand of our show is all about impacting the lives of other people empowering exciting impacting and loving on other people won't be any horror films on there we're gonna that's gonna be the station you go to to feel better when you get off of it so we're gonna take a short break be back, back with amazing daniel gomez
2: yeah
3: tell us about what's next
1: live up to your fullest potential this is the voice america empowerment channel are you looking for life's answers how about the meaning of true self
0: your favorite voice america talk radio network shows and hosts are in your car outdoors and wherever you need them to be listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market
2: live up to your fullest potential this is the voice america empowerment channel
0: You're tuned in to The James Stentley Show. We'd love to hear from you via email with questions and comments. Drop us a line to jd at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Again, that's jd at thejamesstentleyshow.com. Now, back to the show.
3: Hey, welcome back. We're here with the amazing Daniel Gomez, and I want to move into the city gala and the city summit. Where, but I want to find out for you, man, how was that experience for you and your wife? Because you guys got a chance to spend some time and shop uh, down in Hollywood or wherever you went, <laughs> and you <laughs> had a good time. So, tell us, how was the gala for you? Like, where did Daniel go? <laughs> Daniel was gone. Did you miss? Did you take pictures with uh, Robert Hirschevik from Shark Tank?
2: No, I, I missed that. You we missed were, that one. Oh no, Brian out. Tracy. Everybody was there. Okay. Yeah, right. I, missed, I did get. I did get my pictures with with uh, um uh geez, uh Mr. Dreyfus maybe. Mr. Dreyfus. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, you know, it was life changing. I, I want to say it really um it really showed me that I belong, and it, it made me feel. Good. It made Maddie feel great. And yeah. one thing that I told her before we went, right, because we're there with all these movie stars and it can be overwhelming. But something that I told her, um, Mr. Denley, was like, we belong there. Right. We yeah. belong there. Yeah. And I think many people, they miss out on life, James. They miss out on their God given destiny, God given opportunities because they don't feel that they belong. Yeah. And prior to that, it's kind of like, put it this way, you know, when you have that big basketball game or that big event coming up and and you're nervous and you get butterflies and you get sick. Yeah. Well, Maddie got sick on me that Monday or Tuesday before we flew out on Thursday. Wow. And I said, what's going on? And she's like, I don't know. And just happened the next day. Like God put it in my heart in prayer that she was having trouble receiving this. Right. Because, I said to me, I was like, you know what? We're going to go out there to Beverly Hills. We're not going to just buy you one dress. We're going to buy you three dresses. So all this good was coming into my wife, right? We bought her all these dresses, shoes, got her nails done and in and, and, and access, right, to what she's used to. And sometimes as people, we can't receive all that good. And what do we do? We start to sabotage ourselves. Yeah. And, and that kind of happened to my wife. I said, hey, time out. Like, know that this is a gift from God. And we belong there. I want you to know that when we show up, we belong there. Yeah. So we had prepared our minds to be there, even though we had a little bit of hiccups that Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But just being there and then being around all these people, Brian, Tracy, and then at the at the city gala, being there with with Demi Moore and and being right there in front of her at the table and hearing her story of of just persevering and just doing that and then taking those pictures with her and just like, it was, it was life changing because the truth is we all belong on the red carpet. Yeah. Most of us never believe it for ourselves. Yes. And, and just being there with all these celebrities and and spending time with them and, and just spending more time with you. It's like, I, I, I observe, right. I always see how people react and, and how they interact and the way you, interact with people and just how much love you share to everybody and how you're so lovable, right? That's why I love you. Cause you're just a lovable guy, <laughs> but, but, but everybody loves you. So they, <laughs> so they invite you back. And it's so. just like, but it, it really just expanded to me mm-hmm. as a speaker, as a, as a person that I belong with the elite. They're no better than me. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and we all need something. And when you realize that we're all human, Mm -hmm. that we all can help each other out it just it just I think when I came back from that my mindset changed and I was like you know what I belong with the best of them and I think having that mindset I never look back and I truly believe that being there with Demi Moore taking pictures with her me and my wife and being there with 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 all these amazing Jeff Hoffman and all these amazing people it it just really shifted who I was Mm -hmm. to what that, like, like the old version is like put it. I'll say this. My point of reference changed. Yeah. I was no longer that that poor kid from the south side of San Antonio. From that point on, I was an award winning motivational keynote speaker. So when I go back to my point of reference, yeah. that's what I look at.
3: Yeah, man, I am thrilled to death. You know, and I'll, I'll tell you, you know, the most impactful thing was hearing her story, because I was, was a great fan of her, um, but hearing her story. And, and I'm saying this for everyone who's listening, watching, to hear that story and hear that, the humanistic part of that, just the, the pain and the, what she has gone through. And to hear when Matthew McConaughey, when he lost his dad, James, um, that, how close they were and what that meant to him. And not just to hear his words, but to feel them. And they are things that will inspire everyone and step out there as well because they'll let you know that they're no different than than any of us you know we were very fortunate enough to have a diva type of a, a clique you know it was a, it was a good clique <laughs> yes you
2: know, yes
3: yeah.
2: but, but, but but and and one thing that i remember she said is like she she just she said she didn't have all the answers she had no idea right she yeah. just stepped forward and how many of us we want to have all the answers before we step forward yes yes and it doesn't work that way, right? It doesn't work that way. Think about, think about the, the analogy to that is Abraham in the Bible. God said, get up your things and just move your family. And he did it. And he was blessed. Yeah. How many of us, if we would just act yeah. instead of overthink things, would be at a next level of life that, that's destined for us? And, and just seeing her tear up, right? Seeing Demi Moore tear up. Yeah. Seeing that humanness in her. It's like, man, and, and even when we were taking pictures, you can tell the photographer was like, rush, rush, rush. And she was like, no, like she cares about people. And right. when you care about people, that's successful following. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. My friend. Uh,
3: and, you know, it's, you know, you said something that just really stuck with me that sometimes we wait because we, we so much we so badly want to make the right decision instead of making a decision and putting it in God's hands. You know, and make a daggone decision, you know. And I think a lot of times we stifle what God really has for us because we won't move when God's wanna move. We want the fleece to be dry or wet. We want to double check and then verify and wait for <laughs> you know, to get your hand your hand delivered a letter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness gracious. And yeah. and uh, walk by faith and not by
2: sight. Yeah, yeah. And, and and a lot of it too is 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 really Mm-hmm. serving, right? I think, I think when I met you, I, 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 we just got along. I, I fell in love with who you were as a person. And even though I didn't know you, I could sense your spirit. And just really, sometimes you got to be that, right? We, we all want to be the leader, but sometimes you got to be that servant. Mm-hmm. And I think just putting myself under you and, and learning from you and growing from you and, and looking up to you as a, as, a, as a businessman, as a multimillionaire, as a speaker, it's like I know if I ever need anybody, I know I can call you and you're there. Yeah. And, and I can say that for many speakers, I don't think they have that. Or many businessmen don't have that. But they seek the wrong counsel, right? They seek the counsel of approval. Mm-hmm. And there's been many times that you say, well, Daniel, I don't know if that's right or not. Yeah. And, and you got to be willing to, to not take feedback personal and learn from it and grow from it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it can be tough for some, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, but that's okay so um we've kind of talked about a lot of things tell us about your show what you're doing right now and your experience over in asia wh- why did you go there with mr uh, the great michael butler um uh, just tell us about what's going on in your life take we've got to about two we got seven more minutes i'll take six <laughs> take six of them just talk to people and share your heart
2: you know, and so so when COVID happened, I lost like ten speaking engagement. You know, talk. I lost about forty thousand dollars in money. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I I, uh, I I still got some of those rain checks, right? So what I mean by that is, mm-hmm. for those of you that ain't speakers, they give you a deposit. So I'm still I'm still the good thing is those some, a lot some of those speaking engagements will come down the road because yeah. uh, I got they, we have eighteen months to to do that. So I'm excited about that. But I I didn't know what I was gonna do, but When God put it in my heart to start the podcast, I said, who's going to listen to my podcast? (laughs) Right. So what does Daniel Gomez know? But I had been the funny thing is I had been practicing with my microphone here. I had been practicing a little bit by myself and God says, start your podcast. And I was like, "Okay." And then it was like, well, what do you name it? And then God says, I want you to use your name. And uh, another another um, friend of mine was saying, like, well, don't name it this. And I'm like, well, no. I said, you know what? I'm just going to name it Daniel Gomez Inspire Show. Cuz that's what that's my brand. Yeah. So I didn't know what to do. I just started I started I reached out to people that I knew and um next thing you know, it's like everybody wants to be on the show and I say that humbly. Next thing you know, it's like we hit um top 200, right? We're one of the top 200 in self-improvement. That was I started crying that day. I was just really grateful to God for that. And then just inviting people that have helped me that have influenced me and and it's just like and you're definitely we need it I know we've tried to book you like five times but you're so busy well, no, <laughs> me. You can book me right now what you want when you want me there <laughs> yeah you, you tell me I, I, for, for you I'll, I'll make I'll, for you I'm gonna flexible to you because you mean a lot to me but it was just it, it, it's been amazing and then when when I was nominated for podcasts of the year it's like what like I didn't like it was just it was kind of like a dream, right? Being nominated for an Oscar. And then when, when I was in Asia, I got the final count. Um, Eric called me and said, hey, dude, you won. And I'm like, what? Like, I just cried, man. I just cried. I was really, really grateful because I took it serious. And I think part of me is I had to prepare, right? Everybody wants to be successful, but they don't prepare for success. You can't wing it and be successful. Right. And what I mean by that is, is there's a foundation to everything. There's a foundation to your success and you got to prepare and preparedness is important. And I prepared for that. And as I, as I won that award podcast of a year, it just, it just like, man, I was on cloud nine. And now all of a sudden I'm getting all these requests to be on my show. And, and I say that humbly, like I said, right. But it's like, I, asked, I I'm going to, this is a true story. I told Maria, am I a butthead sometimes? She's like, why? Well, she goes, because we, we had our speaker in the Academy and as some of the speakers that, that were there, they're amazing speakers, but some of them, it's like, um, I don't know, that, how can I say, like another speaker had a, had a podcast and everybody was on his podcast and lovable people, lovable. I mean, I love them. But Mari says, well, no, she goes, because I want everybody on my podcast, but everybody can't be on there. I guess there's a way to put it, right? Yeah. So, so she goes, well, no, it's just your market's a little bit different. Some people go to Walmart, some go to Target. So just growing through this whole podcast, right, because you're always learning as a speaker, you're learning as a podcaster, and by 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 knowing what I wanted out of my show, right, not just having a show to say I have a podcast, but to really um, brand it as what I wanted it. And it happened to be the it happened the way I wanted it to be because I wanted it to be something that was of among the best. And I believe that one day I will have the podcast of the year. I truly believe that. And I say that humbly. But it has changed my life because it, it's taught me to be a better speaker here. Right. It's It's easier to speak on a stage of 20 feet. Yeah. But when you're here in this 12 inch area of a camera you have less chances of messing up you can't mess up as much so it's helped me to become a better a better speaker and to really just build relationships that have been amazing and we just had some of those people on our podcast be at our women's conference so it's yeah it really opens up a whole new world out there so if you're thinking about starting a podcast don't worry about the hows or the wins believe me if it brings value people will show up and I'm really touched, James, that I've had one of the top 200 podcasts in 2020. And then we ended up winning podcast of the year. Changed my life. Really, really changed my life. That is awesome. Awesome. Well, we, we're about ready to run out of time now. But what final thoughts do you have for the for audience? I want to say this. It's time you realize who you are. Many of you tuning into this James Dentley show, you don't know who you are. You've allowed other people to put different labels different stickers on your life you've been labeled as unworthy not good enough you've been wor- you've been labeled as shy you've been labeled as too fat I was labeled as too fat when I was a kid right I was a fat kid but I want I want to tell you this God is speaking to you right now and just the way that ugly duckling was an ugly duckling in its young days but then it became that beautiful swan God is getting ready to make a beautiful swan out of your life because what God's made, what God makes is perfect and that's you. So I encourage you to start peeling back those stickers, peeling back those labels and realize who you are because this is what I want you to realize is we have a father in heaven who is a king and you're the child. And if you really grasp that thought, walking into this castle, you can have anything you want. Why are you holding back? Step out there and know that you have a father in heaven who loves you because you were made for greatness. You were made for success. And I'm gonna end with this brother James. You watching right now, you are not an accident. You are not a mistake. And your past failures do not dictate your future. So just know that God is with you and God is for you and anything with him on your side is possible.
3: All right. And there you have it, Daniel Gomez. Uh, Really, really quick. How can somebody access your show?
2: Yeah, they can go to um, they can go to either Spotify or they can go to um, iTunes, the Daniel Gomez Inspire Show. They can find it easy. Just put in the Daniel Gomez Inspire Show. I would love for you to tune in and subscribe. I would be honored by that. All right, I
3: want you to support my good friend Daniel Gomez. He is a prayer warrior, a man of God, and, and he and his incredible wife Mari, um, they just just wonderful, wonderful people. They both have the same smile. So you're gonna be your day's gonna be bright. And that's gonna be conclude our show. Uh, we're gonna be back again next Friday and request to pray for Greta Green. Greta Green. Greta Green. All right, we want a prayer request for Quita Green.
0: She says she's just struggling going through right now. She's
3: she just struggling right now. We just put her out in our prayers. But that's going to conclude the James Finley Show. And remember, we don't think outside the box because there is no box in the world that God runs and created all of us. There's only possibility. Daniel, I love you, man. Love Thank you, me, brother. For-
0: Thank you for listening to The James Dentley Show. Be sure to join James for another inspiring show next Friday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you here next week.